You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Hannah's upcoming season of The Bachelorette. And he's interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 129. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all again for tuning in. Got another throwback episode for you. And it probably had a lot to do with the Bachelorette reunion we watched this past Monday. Because I'm watching it and I'm like, whoa, so many good clips of past seasons, funny clips, some sad. But one clip that we, we didn't see any of was... The two bachelorettes that weren't there, well, three, but Hannah couldn't be there because she was filming, was Jen Sheft and Meredith Phillips. We all know why Meredith wasn't there. She was never asked. If you saw my tweet, uh, I contacted Meredith that day. I said, were you ever even contacted about this? She said, no, didn't even know anything about it. Nobody contacted me, which honestly, it isn't surprising. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here saying, why didn't you contact Meredith to be on your reunion show when she came on this podcast last year and admitted she was sexually assaulted during filming. So <laughs> I don't expect them to do any business with her in the future. However, when Chris Harrison did an interview previewing the Bachelorette reunion show we saw this past Monday, he said that there were two Bachelorettes that weren't there, Jen and Meredith, and paraphrasing here, but basically said, reached out to them. They will be represented. We love Jen and Meredith. It just scheduling didn't work out between the two. There were some vacations involved and it just didn't work out. Which, when you hear Jen's interview today, is true on Jen's part. But with the way Chris answered it, it obviously made it seem like the scheduling had a problem with both of them. No, it was more Jen's scheduling. That's why Jen wasn't on the show. And then he also said in that interview that both women would be represented in the show and neither girl had any pictures of them in the show, any video footage of them in the show, and any footage of their seasons on the show. So it is what it is. It's I, Like I said, I didn't expect Meredith to be on the show. I didn't expect Meredith to even be asked to be on the show. But don't lie about it. And that's basically what Chris did. But it is what it is. It was a good reunion show, I thought. I thought it was interesting just to, to see the past seasons and obviously see how different the show is now compared to what it used to be. But um, anyway... Uh, I want to talk a little bit spoiler here, spoilers here, very briefly, because it came up after my tweet from the other night. And so if you don't want to be spoiled about Meredith, Meredith season, if you don't want to be spoiled about Hannah's season, just tune out now for the next couple minutes and um, fast forward and and then we'll we'll get right into the interview. But I do want to say one thing after about week four, I had tweeted out and maybe I put it in my column as well that. You know, Luke Parker was a front runner for this season, and he was. And he was somebody that got the first impression rose. He was a guy that um, Hannah is very into, was very into all season. But as you know, on Tuesday night, I found out that Luke was eliminated after the overnight dates. So that then turns into a lot of response of, well, obviously your sources were wrong. And it's like, when you when you go back and look at it, I've said this in the past for other seasons, Four or five episodes into Ben Higgins season, I said, I'm hearing that Lauren Bushnell is the front runner. Like, it's hers to lose. I said it for Becca's season. I heard that Garrett was the front runner. I heard that Josh Murray was the front runner. Like, every other time I've heard a front runner during the season, it ended up being true. But at the time when I said it, 
and I'm not sitting here saying like it's going to happen. Like this is going to be the winner. All I'm doing is relaying the info of what I was told. So to me, when I release the info, I could I could basically say nothing if you want me to, but that's not my job here at Reality C. My my job is to tell you what I'm hearing. That's what you guys come to the site for. You want inside information. You want to hear what's going on. It just so happened in every other season where I told you, hey, this person is the front runner. Looks like they're going to win. They ended up winning. At the time that I said it, to me, it doesn't mean anything. It, it It's one of these things where if I find out who a front runner is or who's possibly going to win early in the season, that's not something that I even, until the end happens, and if if it ends up being right, it's something that's even really worth much. Like when I say, hey, in episode four, Lauren Bushnell is going to win. I mean, it's great inside information, but if she doesn't end up winning, who cares what I said in week four? You know, I don't care that I said it. I mean, I'm just reporting what I what I hear. It just so happened that all the other ones ended up being right. With Luke, the fact that he didn't win, it's like, okay, you know, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, I'm not the one choosing who to to win at the end of this thing. It's Hannah's choice. It's all I'm doing is is relaying the information. And even in the other seasons when I was right, to me, it didn't really matter. Um, it's one of these things where I report it, but in, unless it comes true, does it really become valid? So, um, yeah, I mean, she didn't choose Luke and. Luke, obviously, as you've seen by the promo that aired on the first uh, episode, uh, has issues with guys in the house, and it, it it goes all season, and he's involved in a lot of the drama, and I can pretty much guarantee you that played a major role in her decision. I think I think a lot of us, when we date somebody, want them to be liked by others, and I think the constant negativity surrounding Luke did not help his cause, and because she was very into Luke, and this was, I want to say, Luke's to lose, and he did, by the constant questioning by other guys of his intentions and his handling of things. And you'll see it play out during the season. But, yeah, I mean, it just it didn't help. And when you look at it in the past, you go, you go on past seasons, if you look at it, the person involved in the drama, just go on the Bachelorette seasons and just go backwards. Becca season, Garrett wasn't involved in any on-screen drama. Andy had Josh. Josh had a couple things here and there with Nick. But you wouldn't consider Josh a drama queen when Andy's season aired. Since then, could be a different story. But, you know, Caitlin chose Sean. He wasn't really involved in any in any drama. Allie chose Roberto. He wasn't involved in any drama. Ashley chose JP. He wasn't involved in any drama. So when it comes to Bachelorettes, Drama guys don't, uh, they just don't pick guys that are involved in it. And so, you know, you see, it kind of makes sense now as to why Luke wasn't picked. And it, I'm sure his issues with the guys um, played a role in it because he definitely, you get the first impression rose. Uh, they had uh, they had a great date in episode five, which was Scotland. So it just, I think it wore on her. And, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, we'll, Maybe I'll find out the answer as to why she didn't pick him, but I can pretty much kind of surmise here that it came from the fact that guy just didn't get along with the other guys. And it could have been, you know, it's like, well, is is it jealousy because he got the first impression rose? It's probably a combination. There was probably guys that were jealous and, you know, he got an early start and he was a front runner because he got the first impression rose. But 
Yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting because Luke is involved in um, in in quite a bit of drama with the guys this year. You saw it. I mean, they made it clear. You even see Hannah in the promo asking him, "Why does every guy here not like you?" That's never a good thing. So he's going to have a lot to answer for, and I hope that guy's got thick skin because he's already taken some on social media, and not one episode has aired yet. And so I think when people see it. The screaming in Garrett's face, the pointing of the finger, the constant, most of the guys don't like him. I think Mike called him a psychopath, uh, something along those lines, psychotic, psychopath. It's just, hope he's got thick skin because he's going to be taking some all year. There's no doubt about that. So just wanted to mention that about the actual spoilers because I, I got people emailing me like, how is your source so wrong? And it's like, I mean, so wrong. He got to the final three. It's not like he was eliminated the next. Said he was a front runner and he was gone in week five. So, um, but yeah, things happen, and um, it didn't. It didn't work for him. So, we'll see what happens. It should be wrapping up. Uh, final row ceremony should be tomorrow, Friday, or Saturday. It all depends on how they want to choose their filming. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get started. Oh, I do want to say one other thing. They have not released the first episode to the media yet. And we're four days away from the first episode. And one thing I wanted to touch on was the fact that this filming schedule for The Bachelorette is the same as it's been in past seasons. Nothing has changed. Pretty much the same amount of time. Started around the same time they usually do, which was March 16th. And um, was it March 16th? I'm I'm doing that at the top of my head, but I could be wrong. So let me go ahead and check my calendar here. Uh, It was March 16th. Yeah, Saturday night, March 16th. Um, and it's going to end right around May 9th or 10th, which is standard. However, they're starting the season two weeks early this year than they usually do. So if I don't have the ending by Monday, three days after the final row ceremony takes place, it's not that I, it's not because I haven't got good sources or whatever the case may be. It's no different than any other season. Sometimes I've heard 24 hours after the final row ceremony. Sometimes it takes me for bachelorette like a week. Well, a week in the past still would have been before the season ended or before the season started airing. This time, I've got a three-day turnaround. So I don't know if we're going to have your ending by Monday when the show begins. I will do my best, but I can't guarantee it. I will have pretty much all your episode-by-episode spoilers up to the Final Four on Monday. I, I should have that. So anyway, just wanted to to mention that. I think a lot of you aren't don't seem to be comprehending that the show is still filming on the same amount of time, but it's starting airing two weeks earlier than normal. So if I don't have everything by Monday, that would kind of be standard if you go by past seasons. Just wanted to point that out there because, <laughs> again, but I know I say it a lot, but it's it's what I mean when I say sometimes I have a thankless job because I'm expected to have everything every single second, and it's just it's not realistic. And if I don't, I immediately get called out for it, and people whine and bitch and complain, and it's just like, look, I give you what I can, you know, I'm not charging you anything. This is a free site. You can look at it and choose to believe whatever you want and whatever. And yet people will still constantly whine and bitch about something. And it, you know, it comes with the territory, but I'm just trying to tell you how things are when it comes to the show. And the season is just starting two weeks earlier. So that doesn't, it, it, it changes things in terms of when stuff might get out. Or one, I might post stuff, but if you compare it to past seasons, it would still be being posted at the same time. But 
the show starting two weeks earlier. So hope that made sense to you. And uh, But I want to get started with our podcast guest this week, Jen Sheft. She was um, the winner of Andy, uh, Andrew Firestone season, and then she went on to have her own Bachelorette season. So, yeah, this is a good trip down memory lane, another one uh, with Jen Sheft. So check it out. Here she is for podcast number 129. All right, let's welcome in our guest. Uh, you first saw her on season three of The Bachelor with Andrew Firestone as she was the winner, quote unquote. And um, after their breakup, she became our third Bachelorette after Trista Sutter, Trista Sutter and uh, Meredith Phillips. It is Jen Sheft Waterman. Jen, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me on. <sighs> this seems like ages ago, doesn't it? Seriously, like another it, life. And it, I guess in a way it, it was. It is ages ago. <laughs> 13, I mean, The Bachelor was 15, 16 years ago. And then now The Bachelorette, 14. It's uh, like it, I'm just so old. Yeah, it, well, it's 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 like another life and in in a way it, it was another life like you are you have a new life i mean this this isn't your life oh no, yeah oh gosh yeah absolutely it was a it's a totally i mean who's that person that did that show i don't know her anymore <laughs> but <laughs> um and that's the funny thing when i went back and started doing research on this there's just not a lot of video footage of either your season when you were on with andrew firestone or mm-hmm. Your bachelorette season. There's just not a Which lot. Which is amazing on there. for me. I love it. Nobody gets. <laughs> nobody can see it. <laughs> like, like when your kids get older, they're not even able to watch this because it's not even on YouTube. No, you know, really. I do have the DVDs. I oh, do you have do. The DVDs. Okay. And I did hear there might be some like streaming of the early the older shows okay. somewhere coming up somewhere someday. So uh, I don't know. I, just out of curiosity, before we get, I mean, I usually end the episode with talking about your life now and your family life, and you, you know, you have two daughters. Are they aware yeah. of this or no? They are. I mean, they know about it. It's never been hidden, but they're six and eight, so okay. they don't really get it. I mean, they've never seen the show. My older daughter's been asking more and more questions about it, and, um, <laughs> you know, she she hears things about The Bachelor and all that stuff, and she thinks it's cool, but they're still, they're still a little too little to understand it, really. Okay. All right, let's go back to the beginning. Had yes. you watched the first two seasons of The Bachelor with Alex and Aaron? Like, what made you apply yeah. for season three? So what happened was I watched a little bit of the first season with Alex, um, not much, and then I got totally into the the Bachelor with um, Aaron Berge, and that's why my friends and I, my friend Michelle and I, would call each other at the commercials of the show because it was before DVR. Yeah. You had to watch it when it was on, and you couldn't talk. You know, so we called each other during the commercials, and I remember Gwen. Gwen was on that season, and she was divorced, and she was like 31, and she couldn't. She was so afraid to tell Aaron that she was divorced. And I remember my girlfriend called me during that episode and we were like, Oh my God, I was 25, 26 at the time. Like kill me if I'm 31 and on a dating show and have to meet a guy. I mean, literally that was the conversation. And she thought she was like, Oh my God, I'm signing you up. And then literally the next day she, she applied for me. on like the ABC website. And then I got a call from there and everything just sort of snowballed. So it was not, planned it was not an audition. it was just sort of a fluke and just crazy crazy how it all ended up when at what point during the application process or the interview process did you find out your bachelor was going to be andrew firestone we didn't know we didn't know until we walked out of, we stepped out of the limo and saw him did they give you like hey he's a real successful entrepreneur he comes from well a- it was the time i remember being in the hotel room the night before and going to sleep and they had something on eat like entertainment tonight where it was like 
ooh, the it was right around Joe Millionaire, and it's like The mm-hmm. Bachelor has a real millionaire. Oh, <laughs> that's all I knew. I, that's all we knew, and we knew something about wine, maybe. <laughs> that's <awesome. laughs> but like when I got out of the car, I didn't know it was Andrew Firestone. I just didn't, you know, they didn't even tell us his name, his last name, until they were like trying to get us to figure out who he could be. Gotcha. So it's all a mystery. Yeah, I mean nowadays. Now you know who it is. Now, like, yeah, you know who it is. Knowing, hoping you, that it's certain people, and and you've watched, and the person that it is now is usually straight from another season. So you've watched a full season of you've this person. You've seen them before, yeah, yeah. So it's totally different now. But and and I think if you ask anybody, any old school fans of the show, this this show went through a real lull in seasons like like nine and 10 with the Charlie O'Connell's and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. where it kind of dipped. And then you've got this whole new faction of the millennials that watch the show and are obsessed with it. But if you ask people who have been around since day one, who's your favorite season? I think a lot of them always tend to, or favorite bachelor, a lot of them tend to say Andrew Firestone. That's yeah. That's what I've yeah, kind of got. That was a big one. He was big. <laughs> so when like I said, there's not a lot of footage. We're not going to sit here and break down every episode and 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 the dates. I I, I do want to co- talk about a couple of things that have just popped into my head about your season with Andrew. First off, there was that was the season with the Tina Fabulous girl, right? Yes, Tina Fabulous. <laughs> what was her deal? Why did she call herself Tina Fabulous? What? Well, she was just so fabulous. Like I think one of the producers <laughs> named her that, and then it just stuck because she was so. I mean, she was like the girls are now, I would say, but we weren't as fancy as they are now. And she was like, she was just always like, she would come downstairs in a towel and heels. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like she was just always extra. I loved her. She was fun. She was funny. She was great, but she was fancy. Okay. That's so that was her deal. Was that she was, that was her deal. She was like, like you said, some of the girls now, but way ahead of her time because this is back in well, she, yeah, she was way ahead of her time. I mean, we would I'd have pants on, like I wear black pants at a rose ceremony. Can you believe? And she would be in the full gown gown sequence, you know, which everybody is now. But that was just before it got so, you know, commercialized. Basically, is what you want. Yeah, yeah, bigger. Um, who was the one on your season? that said her favorite Italian restaurant was Olive Garden. And can I marry, <laughs> that was and can Amber. I, Amber. Can I marry her? Because that's an awesome answer. Um, that was Amber. That was That's a classic line that... Um, yeah, if, that was a good one. If, Olive Garden. If you haven't been a longtime fan of the show and you don't remember this, um, yeah, Andrew, Andrew was on a one-on-one date with Amber and they were just having chit-chat. And she said her favorite Italian restaurant was the Olive Garden. He was like, so I think she's like, so what's your favorite Italian restaurant? And he was like, he, he didn't know. And he asked her and she says, Olive Garden. And he goes, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Anything better? He, she's like, you don't like Italian? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. And I will never shame her for that since I love the Olive Garden and their breadsticks. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I don't remember any of the dates um, that you had on Andrew's season, but what was your? I'm assuming you had one one before you got to the hometown and overnight portion. I'm sure you had a one on one date with him. What did you and Andrew do? We went to a spa and yeah, a spa. It was just a spa day, like somewhere in Santa Barbara, and okay. we got to wear robes and we ate dinner in our robes and got massages. You know that whole thing. Did you do the? Was there an, was there a hot tub involved? Was this one of the early hot? There tubs? was a hot tub. 
bathtub involved and but the water wasn't filling like they showed it at the end like we couldn't it was like in the tub at the hotel spa um mm. or our hotel room but i don't think it like they showed it in one of the like in the credits when it like was sort of funny not working but we did have a, we had a lot of pop-up um hot tubs Ah, you know, gotcha. be like one of our dates was like in a field with a mechanical bull, and oh look, there's a hot tub there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, nothing. <laughs> so it, it started early. Yeah, they're still doing yes. that. <laughs> yes, more um, hot tubs then I think than now. What? Um, so when you're going through this, I obviously it's it's years ago, but when you're going through that, and maybe it was on that date, like on that, if you can put yourself back on that date in Santa Barbara, were yes. you? falling in love with Andrew at that time or like yeah I really I really liked him I was like oh my gosh we're really having fun and I like him and this is easy and this what this is too weird this is you know the whole thing was just so weird to me because I just couldn't believe that I was doing it and this was like a real thing and but I still didn't it was still very like the show was new the producers were new everything was kind of like I just I did know that I liked him and they gave us time to kind of hang out a little bit more so than I did when I was on The Bachelorette with like the guys there because they wouldn't let us film anything when I was on The Bachelorette without camera or talk without cameras. Whereas with Andrew, I felt like I got a lot more time with him off camera. But yeah, that was a great date. And like our that was our that was my first one on one with him, the one in um, Santa Barbara. And it was like, oh, no, I like this guy. So on on overnight dates for Andrew's season, that's back when overnights were in three different lo- like the three girls got three yes. different locations. Where was yours? Phoenix, oh, Scottsdale. You to- oh, you guys got to go to Scottsdale, huh? How about we that? To go to Scottsdale. Yeah, we did, um, and it rained, and we went bowling. <laughs> we were supposed to do um, a hot air balloon, but it was right by then bad that weather. Got okay, so we went bowling, but the. It was fun. It was really fun. Who were it was not, we were not in like Puerto Rico or where, in Europe. Where were the other two locations for the other two girls overnight? Do you remember? One was in Hawaii. God, and I forget the other one, okay. but somewhere in the U.S. Okay, so it was okay. Makes sense. Like like somewhere maybe Southern California, like further south in L.A. and then yeah. And yeah. then, and then, well, at least, I mean, someone got to go to Hawaii. That's cool. Hawaii, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was Tina Fabulous, I think. Oh, that was Tina. Okay. And then, yeah. so the finals, for those that don't remember, the finals were you and Kirsten Bushbacher was her name. Yes. If I remember correctly, and this is going strictly off memory, because like I said, I can't find anything online about it, even a breakdown of his season on Wikipedia. If I remember correctly, when you two got down to the final two and met his family, wasn't everyone in Andrew's family basically Team Kirsten, and they didn't like what? At least what we saw on TV, they were just we are all Team Her, and not that they didn't like you, but they were. No, you know what? That one they liked me, and they didn't like her. And I remember, oh, I remember okay. specifically because they show Andrew's because Kirsten supposedly had a boyfriend back at home. I mean, again, I don't know if she did. I never kept in touch with her after. Like, I don't know the whole story. Yeah. Um, but then. So he was on like the final episode getting yelled at by his brother for even having Kirsten around because of the boyfriend situation. And then I think Andrew was crying. So then I remember being like, oh, my God, he was going to pick her up until then. And then he picked me because his brother yelled at him. And I, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, they liked me and not. I mean, I hate saying that. That sounds really um, 
Okay. They so, love me. No, I don't mean it like that. It just that was that was the story. Okay, so that's what it was. It was the family wanted you, and he seemed to be giving pushback of like, "Wait, why don't you like Kirsten? What's wrong with her?" her like, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's what it was. That's what I had my mix up there. Okay. So on that final rose ceremony day, first off, where was your final rose ceremony location? It was in LA at the like that the bachelor pad then, which was different than what they have now. Too. Yeah. Okay. So it was it wasn't anything fancy. Do you, no, re- do you remember waking up that final rose ceremony day and thinking he's picking me or were you thinking, I, I think he's picking Kirsten? No. So what happened? So the night before, you know, you had that last date before the final rose ceremony. And I felt like he was trying to tell me that he was going to pick me, but like, like he was trying to get me away from cameras and being saying things like, you know, if we, if I did this, I want you to know that I'm serious about it. So I'm like, Oh my God, I think he's telling me that he's going to pick me, but you know, they they, we have microphones on. People knew what was going on. So yeah. they were trying to break it up. But then every t- – so by the time we're driving to the final rose ceremony, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I really think it's going to be me. And then every single time we would get there, it's like, hurry up, hurry up. We got to go. We got to go. And then you get there and you wait for hours. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If you're just sitting alone in a limo waiting by yourself for hours. But so I got – we got there and it was like, okay, you're going in. And I'm like – Wait, what? I mean, they're getting me in to get me out. <laughs> so, so I that I so at that point I really I didn't I did not know what was going to happen. Back in the day when they did that, did Kirsten go before you or no? Yes, so she went before me. Okay. He told her it wasn't her yeah. and then and he chose you. Yes. I'm very fascinated by the production aspect of this show and especially back then it's just completely different than it is now right now they're on such a strict schedule and when they shoot and when and whenever so from the time you ended filming to the time the first episode aired how do you remember how long it was gosh i don't think so we ended let me think i feel like it was like three months okay so it was good so that's way longer than it is now Yes. Um, yes. It's about six. It's about six week turnaround for Bachelor now. It shows that yeah, it was definitely a longer turnaround. Your original air date for oh wait, that's your season. Hold on. So wait, wait, we filmed over like January or December or January, February, and then it aired May or like ended in May. So kind of the same, I guess. Okay, so hold on. Let me let me. I should have pulled. I'm sorry. I'm I have happy. I have your season pulled up. Let me pull up his real quick on just uh, original air date of. Okay, so uh, it says Bachelor Season 3. It premiered March 24th, 2003. So, okay, so it was a pretty quick turnaround. So when did you film? Because we probably ended in February. Okay, so it wasn't Okay, it wasn't three months. All right. No. Um, I was thinking of like the time that Andrew and I were together versus when, it, when the finale aired. I think that was like three months of so like being secret. Yeah, finale aired May 21st, 2003. Okay. Okay, okay. so... During that time, how often did you get to see him? Uh, we had a couple like rendezvous, like we had one, two or three or two or three times. Not that. So at the end, when it was all over, we had like a weekend long stay. We got to stay at like the Hotel Bel Air. Gotcha. Um, and then we had probably two or three other like they called them secret rendezvous. Yeah. Makes me laugh. You know what they call, uh, you know what they call them now? What? Ha- they're called happy couple visits. That's what they call. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing special. It's just that's the name. Whether you're happy or not, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like their happy couple visit, and and you know, be honest. I mean, in in this day and age, like 
with social media, it's people just are on the lookout for, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think with us, like they didn't even know, they didn't know who he was yet. So yeah. Or me. So when you did see him, it was still kept pretty private. Obviously, you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't walk around and hold hands out in public, right? You had no, to... it would always be like a house or like a hotel suite or something where you had, you know, some space. But no, we couldn't, couldn't do go, anything. You couldn't go anywhere and you had handlers no. getting stuff for you and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that, that part hasn't changed. Um, that hasn't changed, yeah. Because, and especially now, they have to be way more careful because social media is a thing. And anytime right. anybody's seen pictures out, it's like and, yeah. pictures and all that. Uh, so... Yeah, I was curious about how they did it back then and, and how many times you you actually got to see him. Uh, yeah, they that. made it so we could see each other. So that was nice. So you made the move to Northern California, right, for the yeah. relationship? How soon after the finale airing? I mean, the finale aired and I was like on my way to San Francisco. Oh, OK. So it was right. And it was kind of crazy because I didn't couldn't really tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like I, mean, I knew about it, but none of my friends knew about it. I mean, my family knew because... It's impossible not they, to tell them. You know, I, I could not tell them. But, yeah, so it was – I was gone. And you guys lasted, I want to say, what, nine months or so? Or am I – Yeah, it was about that? nine or ten months, yes. Okay, so what – I don't know. What happened? Was it Was it just – I mean, so many things. I don't think there was – first of all, I did – first it was so crazy just being a couple, like, in the spotlight. I just kind of wanted to date him. I wanted to hang out. I wanted to be with him. And everybody knew who we were, and we were – traveling for the his family's wine business and then we started doing things for the tires for like firestone tires and then yeah. um i we lived with his roommate kevin who i still love he was he was awesome but we just didn't have a lot of couple time and it was just so much so soon and i left chicago to be you know in san francisco part of his life like it just everything was just too much too soon and i just don't think we had like a real normal start to a relationship obviously oh yeah um but yeah, it just—I mean, nothing big. I mean, no, no cheating, no nothing like that. We just were not, and we're just different. We were different. We wanted different things. Well, I think I obviously think, he's married and has three kids, and I'm married and I have two kids, so we wanted some of the same things. But yeah, just different. Yeah, I think I think I mean what a lot of people say as a couple is you know you talk to Trista, you talk to any couple that has made it from this show. It's just like the relationship doesn't start until the show ends when you can actually. Because when you're filming a show, you only get X amount of time, and he's seeing other women at the same time. So it's not right. until he chooses you. And, yeah, you got your two or three times that you saw him on your rendezvous and whatnot. But once the finale aired and everyone's like, okay, Andrew okay, and now we Jen can be the couple. Then it's like, okay, now I can get to know who this person is. Because you really can't on a TV show. You no, no. You can know if you like them or you're attracted to them or you, yeah. you have fun with them. But, like, love and marriage and commitment for the rest of your life, I mean, that's – it's a little hard to do yeah. on that show. It does, in the first yeah. six weeks, yeah. It doesn't start until you right. can until get off after. that show. <laughs> exactly. And I think you know, with you and I, I, you, I remember, you know, this is still this. You know, we're talking two thousand three. This is the early advent of reality TV, and it's the yes. This show was very popular. It was coming off right around the time of 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 Tristan Ryan's wedding, which got a lot of TV coverage and. Yeah. You know, I remember your your face and you and Andrew on the cover of every, you know, magazine. And I'm sure that was a little bit overwhelming, right? Absolutely. I mean, it was so cool. It's so fun. But I was so nervous about it and just didn't love everybody knowing every detail of our life. And he was like, what? What's the problem? And he's and used so to that it. that always caused a little bit of like a, 
stress and things like, you know, I did, or just, we would just try to be eating, like we'd be out and eating and we couldn't even like get a bite of food with like people wanting to take our pictures. And, you know, it's so flattering. It's so, I mean, it's so cool. It's, it's awesome. But then it's also just like, I just want to talk to him. I don't even, I don't even know him yet. And yes, no, that's totally understandable. And I think that's what a lot of people that's it's just it's it's not an easy world to navigate. And this was like I said, this was back in 03. Now it's whatever you went through. They're going through tenfold now because right because there's so many more people that can comment. And they I mean, I didn't have Twitter. I didn't have a Facebook page. None of that. Yeah. The only time you could read comments were like in the magazines or like ABC message boards. Yeah. You know, it's not the same as it is now, thankfully. I think when you get to a point where you, I mean, were you ever at dinner with him just sitting there and you know, knowing people were staring at you or knowing people wanted an autograph or a picture? Was it, was it that bad? Yes. Yeah. For a while. I mean, for, it, especially just right after it was announced like that we were together yeah. and then we went back to San Francisco or Chicago. And so that's where people, cause he lived in San Francisco and I lived in Chicago. So for us, I felt like people there knew us and they were rooting for me in Chicago and San Francisco was big. He lived there. So, yeah, at first it was really, you know, or just things, anything that we would do, we would just be sort of bombarded. And I was just not prepared for that. I mean, I was just a normal person like a couple of weeks before then. And then all of a sudden everybody wants to know your business. So that was just really unnerving for me, especially at first. All right, guys, one ad for you today. I want to talk to you about Postmates. When you need a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., a red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9, ibuprofen at 10 a.m., post made it. I know a lot of you, and including myself, sometimes get lazy with cooking, and you just want food at your doorstep within minutes. That's what Postmates is for. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. No more trips to the store. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver within the hour, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly need. Simply download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. I order posts through Postmates at least once a week, um, and you can't beat it. Like, yeah, Sometimes you just want to... I know it sounds lazy, but sometimes you just don't want to get up and get in your car and drive somewhere, and Postmates will do it for you. Like You don't want to go shopping. You don't want to do groceries. You got kids running around. You don't have time to go get groceries. Have Postmates do it for you. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you use the code REALITY. That's code REALITY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code REALITY. Now, let's get back to Jen Chef Waterman, uninterrupted, for the remainder of the podcast. All right, let's move on to Bachelorette stuff, because this, yes. this is good. Um, <laughs> so after your relationship with Andrew ended, I, yes. two questions. Did you ever think that you would go back on this show and then... When did they start planting the seed of, hey, maybe you could be our bachelorette? How did that all come about? So Andrew and I had just broken up um, and I had moved back to Chicago. And I mean, we'd broken up um, 
around Thanksgiving. And then right before Christmas is when I got a call about maybe doing the bachelorette. And I was like, wait, what? You know, it's kind of ready to be done with it all. But then, you know, someone asks you to be a star on their television show. It's kind of hard to say no to it. But I I still was sort of unsure. Uh, But I said yes. And then but then they said they weren't this. Like you said, they weren't going to do any more bachelors, bachelorettes anymore. They were lower. You know, I think it was Meredith's season wasn't that highly rated. It's only the the bachelors that that's that was the they weren't going to do anymore. So I, I for a year then thought I wasn't going to do the show. I was still under contract to do it if they were going to do it. Um, and then, so December of, I mean, I'd just broken up with Andrew. I forget what year it was. And then within, by the following October, we were filming The Bachelorette. Okay. so you But I was like, okay, maybe this is how I'm going to meet a guy. Like, no one's ever going to want to marry me now after I've been, like, engaged on national television. <laughs> so, this is my path. That's hard. This must That's... be my new path. It's <laughs> a little know? harsh on yourself, but. I know, but at the time, you're just like, well, I don't, this is just, you know, it's just, I was in a weird spot. So. Okay, so that's actually a longer lag time because you said you started yes. filming in October. Your premiere was March 24th of 2000. Yes, yes. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That was Andrew's. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm looking oh, wait. At... No, I think I w- we were like January. You were uh, January uh, 10th, 2005. Okay. 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 So, oh, here's your, here's, your, here's your poster. Can the Bachelorette find true love in the city that never sleeps? So your... Uh, let, you know what? Let me go back here real quick. I, I want to say this because I totally remember this. And, you know, whatever. It's 15 years later. You're a married woman <laughs> with two kids. Let me just say, I had the biggest crush on you back then. It was ridiculous. Oh. I remember oh, I remember writing my re- – when I was writing my recaps on Andrew's season, you were always my favorite. And then when I found out that Jen Chef was going to be the Bachelorette, I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, I was – Oh, and then I, like, totally ruined the season for you, didn't I? <laughs> Because people well, hated me after. <laughs> well, that, and honestly, that's my question. Because when I watched your season, I was like, I don't think Jen is enjoying this. Like, I don't. <laughs> there, there was this, there was this vibe that I got, and and I could be wrong on this, but also, and maybe it was just different back then. I don't know. But one of the things that I do remember about your season, when watching it and covering it and writing about it, is. You didn't even kiss a lot of the guys. Like I think you no. literally kissed three or four guys the whole season. Maybe yes. your top three or four. Yes. And, and and so I don't even know. I didn't even kiss Wendell. Okay, you he never even kissed Wendell. Four. Okay, he was. But like, he so, didn't try to kiss me. Okay, and it, wasn't that a storyline too? Like he was always nervous. I think he, that, yeah, I think so. Maybe because it was just like he never went for it, and I I didn't. Like I just <laughs> kind of waited. It's so weird. It's so funny to talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, I didn't do a lot of kissing. I I was uncomfortable. Like it wasn't. I I had a a blast on The Bachelor. I mean, but I was the girl he chose. So obviously, you know, it turned out well for me. And then The Bachelorette, I just I don't know. I mean, they told me the show wasn't going to happen, so I'd kind of gotten on with my life. I kind of had met somebody that I sort of liked back home, but then it was like, well, you're on, you know, you're going to do this show, and so then that guy was like, well, I I mean, I don't know, you're going on The Bachelorette. Like I don't. It was just like a really weird time in my life, and yeah. and then I just didn't find I didn't really like any of the guys. I mean, they were great guys, they were nice guys, but nobody that I was like into. And I I have a hard time like I'm not somebody. If I like somebody, it's like I've never dated more than one person at a time. I either like somebody or I don't. There's no like, oh, I'll give this time. Yeah. Let me see if I learn to like this person. Yeah. So that was a little bit that was harder for me. I, I admit, like I wasn't 
totally myself on that show for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not. So I wasn't far off. Like you, I, were, wrong. you <laughs> were wrong. All right. Well, and then the way that it all turned out, like I didn't end up picking anyone, or I picked someone. Well, you can you can set it up. Yeah. But. So, okay. So I do remember it correctly that you didn't kiss a lot of guys, and I was like, no. Yeah, this season isn't going well, and it does not. No, going I mean, for I think her. Chris Harrison said I ruined the show. Like they thought they were never going to have a Bachelor Bachelor <laughs> after me. And I think, and I think after you, and I think after you, it took them three or four years to bring it back and go to Deanna. Like, like it wasn't until Deanna, she was the next one. Yeah. And, and that was maybe three or four years after you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they really, way to go, Jen. Thanks. Yeah. They Um, loved me. Yeah. They loved me. (laughs) Um, So your overnights, again, three different locations. And this one I can follow on Wikipedia. Um, So your overnight dates with, with JP, you went to Bermuda. With Jerry, yes. Jerry, you went to Hilton Head, South Carolina, and with mm-hmm. Ryan, you went to Cape Cod. So, yes, not bad. Um, not bad. No, the, the, it was all rainy though, so we didn't. All three locations you got rained on. Yes. Oh, that yes. sucks. Yes. Oh, that's not good. But no, Bermuda was beautiful. Cape Cod was beautiful. It was just cold. So mm. it was. I mean, it was winter. <sighs> oh yeah, that's right. Because you're filming. You got yeah. You were filming. Yeah, it was at... October, November. Yeah, and we were in New York. Not. Southern California. Yeah. And now the Bachelorette films March to May, so they usually get okay. better weather. Right. Um, okay. So in your finale, this was interesting. Your finale is down to Jerry and JP. And, yeah. um, you know, you didn't choose JP and you chose Jerry at the end. And at the end, he, um, what happened? He got. Uh, so he got down on one knee and he proposed. Yeah. But I said I wanted to I wanted to be with him, but I didn't want to get engaged because I had been through that before and I just wanted to take a little bit more time. So when you guys left filming and until your live finale aired, because you had one of the first live finales, right? When yes. you guys did that live. How, live after the final rose. Yes. How long was that? Oh, um, a couple months or would have been the a couple same months. Amount, like yeah. three, three months, three, four months. Yeah. So three how, months, how so. often did you see Jerry? I saw him maybe once or twice. Oh, once, maybe once <laughs> we saw each other and then we didn't see each other. We, we had kind of, then it was like, we're not together. So, so going into that live finale, he pretty much knew there was no way you were going to be like, yep, let's get engaged. Cause you had yes, seen him once. He, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, but he did ask me again if I wanted to take the ring, which I was like, we had just talked last night saying that we were going to come on here and say that we weren't together. I don't, what's going on. Yeah. Well, that was production. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, so you had spoken the night before and we were just like, yeah. all right, we'll go out there. We'll just say we like each other, but we'll just, it's not ready for marriage. We'll go our separate ways. And right, and like we had, I thought we were going to go out there, like be a team, and kind of <laughs> tell everybody that we weren't together. And all of a sudden, the next thing I know, he's proposing again, sort of. <laughs> and then I'm the bitch that's. Oh, sorry. Can I say that? Oh yeah. It says no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wait, no. We <laughs> talked about this. And then it was a live show, so they would go to a commercial, and then they'd take me off stage, or they'd have Chris Harrison like interrupt me. So I just didn't really feel like I got to get a word in edgewise or even I was just so confused that whole live hour of TV. Oh, that must've been, you must've been like, wait, 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 huh? wait, wait what? <laughs> I mean, and then I was with people all day telling me one thing and you get out on stage and it was a completely different like qu- line of questioning. And what he was saying was different. So yeah, it was, that wasn't great. And so, I, I mean, I'm guessing you didn't have much 
I mean, after after it all ended, after that night ended, did you? I have not talked to talked to him since. Oh, you haven't talked to him since. You didn't even say like, "Hey, what happened out there?" No, like, I was just like, you know what? I don't even. Never mind. I'm done. Like we're. Done. I mean, we talked maybe for a minute, and then it was like, okay. I don't know why he just did that. That's not fair. And then we just it never talked again. And that was it. Yeah. Um, but, earlier, you had mentioned in that time where you didn't know if it was going to be a show and they had mentioned it to you, but you were, you had kind of moved on and you were seeing somebody in Chicago that, that triggered something in my mind. I remember that was, did that end up being like a storyline after your yeah, breakup? Well, it wasn't a storyline in the show. Yeah. Not in the store, but like in the tabloids. I sort of worked for this person and it was like, Jen, you know, dating her boss. Yes. And this, that's it. So like, yes. Yeah. It was a, then it was the scandal that I had. I was dating someone back at home, and I wasn't on the show for the right reasons, and all that kind of thing. Yes, um, that's right. He was like a DJ or something, or a radio host. Or no, something? his name. Um, his name is Billy Deck. I mean, Billy he's Deck. married. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but he was like a. You know, he owned some restaurants and things in Chicago. Okay. Yeah, I knew he was like a socialite in Chicago. Yeah, like he was known. Yes. Yes. I don't know why I thought radio host. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, that was so that was like right around the time the finale aired or right after it was over. And then you started being associated with this Billy Deck guy. And that's where the, the heat came from. Yes. people. Yes. Yes. That must not that must have been a fun time for you. It was really that. fun. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the, and, and, and you know what? The show is still on. How yeah. many years later? Uh, I thought I was going to ruin the, the the series, and no one would ever talk about it again. And I mean, it's, it's amazing to think like, and that and that brings us into our our next topic, which was this 15 year reunion show that aired uh, this past Monday night. Mm-hmm. Because we are now with Hannah's season starting up uh, this Monday, we are now on our 15th Bachelorette, and they had. 12 of the 15 bachelorettes there. Obviously, Hannah couldn't be there because yes. she's still filming. Right. So tell everybody, were you contacted to be a part of Monday's show? Yes, I was contacted. And I was really sad to miss I mean, sad to miss it. But then also, I mean, I'm so old compared to these girls, <laughs> half of them. I was like, I'm not standing next to some 20-year-old. Uh, but anyway, no, I was on a family vacation um, that we had had planned for over a year. Um, and I just couldn't get away. So. That yeah. was it. Nothing, nothing scandalous, nothing bad, just scheduling. Yeah. And, and so basically now confirming that you were contacted just means that they didn't, the only person they really didn't contact was, was Meredith. And we know why. So, I mean, there's really, there was no, really no reason for them to contact Meredith after her appearance on my podcast last year. I mean, I knew that she wasn't, <laughs> I knew they wouldn't reach out to her. So it's not, that's not the surprising thing, but right. when the, when the, um, statement out there by the show is we reached out and there were vacations or whatever they're they're referring to you and they made it seem like they were referring yeah to you and her um the other thing is uh what was i gonna say about uh by that oh and they also said in the statement that you know jen and meredith you know we love them. They will be represented in our show. I don't know if you watched the show Monday night. No, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, my mom. My mom watches all of them, so I get live updates. Okay. I get text. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew, I knew what was going on. So I, um, I think, well, I don't really know, but I mean, I watched it. There's no, po- I don't think there were. I don't think there was like any mention. There was not one. I, as far as I know, there was not one clip of your season or you. No. 
or any no reference to you or Meredith season, but every other yeah. girl got mentioned. So which is a little sad, but I you mean, know, it sucks. Moving on, moving on. Yeah, sorry. Moving on. So and here we are, and here we are now with you. So I want to talk a little bit about you know kind of what you've. I know you got married. You're coming up. Either you you've had your 10 year anniversary or it's coming it'll, up, right? It'll be 10 years on May 15th, which is oh geez, awesome. next week. Next week, yes, yes. How about that? So 10 Look years. That. 10 you've... years of an eight-year-old daughter named May and a six-year-old named Charlotte. And you're living outside of, Ohio, uh, outside Cle- of Cleveland, right? Cleveland, yes. My family's in Cleveland. So I was in Chicago for almost 20 years, but then about two years ago, we moved back to Cleveland just to be closer to family. My husband's from Cincinnati, too, so oh, okay. we're just Ohio people. Um, yeah, and he um, is he's a... He does stock options, uh, uh, options trader. So he's starting his own business right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am currently a stay-at-home mom, but pretty soon I think I'm going to try to get, get after the summer. I want to get back to to work a little bit. So we'll see. We'll see what that is. And you said May is eight and Charlotte is six, right? Yes. And how's that been going? They are awesome and crazy. My little six-year-old is just she's she's crazy. She keeps me on my toes. <laughs> I love her, but she's difficult. No, she's funny. They're just funny. They're fun. They keep us busy. Um, and everything, you know, family time, everything kind of revolves around the kids these days. So it's good. So the first eight years that you were married, you were in you were in Chicago, but then you guys just decided yes. to move to make the move. To- yes. My husband's job was changing and all of that, and we just kind of wanted to get um, closer to our home, our families. And that's just what happened. So, But we love Chicago. I miss it all the time. But Okay. Um what was I going to ask? Oh, um, God, I'm totally blanking. Oh, the, uh, all right, forget it. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you, um, we had talked, we had talked briefly before we started recording here. So you don't watch the show anymore, right? No, I don't. I can't. It's just to hear Chris's voice is totally weird. Everything just brings me right back. And it's, I mean, I've watched a couple of seasons. It's been a while. Um, and I could totally get into them again, but I just kind of stay away. Yeah. Oh, it's understandable. I mean, it's yeah, not like, it's, it's weird. It's just a weird feeling. It's a, especially it's, when none of my life, like I didn't marry somebody from the show or anything like that. So do you keep in touch with any of the girls from your season? Um, mostly on face. I don't know if you remember Tina from Tennessee. There was another Tina, not Tina fabulous. I got a text from her just asking why I wasn't on the show. Oh, and really? just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's funny. She's so funny. Um, but then um, I kept in touch with Wendell. He lived in Chicago. Um, and then the girls, not really. Only Facebook. You know, I friends yeah. a lot of them on Facebook and see how they're doing. But everybody was from just different states and different places. And yeah, I, I had a good group of girls, though. I really liked it. I mean, most everybody was great. Not Kirsten. You didn't like her? Mm. We were friends. Let's just say that. Oh, I mean, right. I love <laughs> Thirteen. You know how many years later? I know if I saw her, I wouldn't. We wouldn't be enemies. But okay. Yeah. At I mean, the time, we were friends. Yeah. No. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's certainly a, a heightened environment, and you, you know, you're there, and you're wanting to have fun, and it's impossible not to bond with women that you're going through this experience with. Exactly. Right. Some, and, some more so than others, but so, you're competing for the same guy. You know, it's exactly, like exactly, exactly. Um. So I have a I, I end every I end every podcast with uh, uh, final questions. It's more just personal stuff about your life and whatnot. Sure. And we're just gonna we're just gonna go through. It, it's called the final ten, but I've got I've got five for you. So, okay. question number one. 
since you and I are roughly the same age, um, I feel like this is an appropriate question. Question number one, what is your favorite guilty pleasure 80s show? Oh, 80s show? Yes. Oh, I love the Golden Girls. <laughs> really? I do. I love them. I love them. Do you watch them on like uh, the... You know, I ha- I used to watch them like reruns Nick all the at time Night or whatever? What was that? Is it on Nick at Night now? Like one of those old Nick sta- plays Night, them all yeah, the night? one of those stations. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Wow, Golden Girls. Because I'm so old. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm their age. <laughs> well, you have something in common with... Um, a girl from a recent season uh, who finished second on Juan Pablo season, Claire Crawley, she is in love with the Golden Girls as well. So okay. you have that in common with her. Uh, question <laughs> number two. What was the most awkward post-show experience that you had? I know you oh. said you got cameras, but did anything ever get like kind of weird? Maybe someone followed you or something like that? Anything like I that? Time I was working at an event. Like I was doing something for breast cancer. And this woman came up to me like in front of everybody and was like, telling me that I needed to see a psychologist because I didn't pick anybody on the show. And she was just really worried about me um, and my mental health because she just didn't think that anyone was ever going to be good enough for me and that I needed to see someone. Okay. So that one was pretty like, uh, OK, all right. I'm just trying to do a charity event. <laughs> you know, trying to do something good. It's, it's so funny because something similar and I don't know how I remember this now, but it just popped into my head because of you and your season and your guys. I remember mm-hmm. after your finale aired, I got an email from somebody that it was like 10 paragraphs long. And it was right. basically, hey, can you pass this on to JP? I feel <laughs> so bad for him. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? Uh, first off, why are you <laughs> like, I, I mean, I get at the time I was writing these recaps and people kind of knew who I was, Thought but that you could somehow, get somehow I was going to be a mediator between somebody who wanted to meet JP and was felt so bad for, but it was like, it wasn't like, Hey, I feel bad for him. Can you pass some? It was a 10 paragraph email. Yes. It's, that's the thing. It was you're so just, weird. Like, people have really put a lot of thought into me and my life or JP and his life. And they've never even met us. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was yeah. I remember I re- totally remember getting that now and I was Yeah, like, so there's a, like there's a lot of things like that that happen. A lot of people wanting to like and a lot of people were really just mad at me for not picking the guy that they would have picked. Yeah. No, that's understandable. I was on the show with Andrew. It was like, "Oh, we're so happy he picked you." And this, you know, and then I was like the enemy for not picking the guy that they liked. Oh yeah, and and it's even worse now. Like I said, with social media I'm now, sure. it's 10 times worse. Whoever gets picked yeah, you'll have fans of that couple, but the person they don't pick, oh my God, you should have picked her. Let's just you like, should have picked him. I don't know why you didn't him. pick that person. Yeah. You're just wrong with you. And it's like, get a hold of yourself. Like, Get a grip <laughs> on reality. What are you talking Come about? On. It's their decision. It's their, like, who are you to say who someone should have picked? Like, People like that just blow I know, my, that blow my mind. It's just unbelievable. All right, question number three. Um, what is your favorite slow song of all time? These are good questions. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's my favorite song, but I will always love you from the bodyguard. I mean, oh, okay. No, that's, I wouldn't listen to it now, but I feel like <laughs> that was a big high school song for me. Yeah. Sure I had a crush on someone that. Oh yeah. Trust me. Or the Titanic song from the Titanic, the Celine, Celine Dion, Dion song. song. I, my yeah. heart will go on. Yes. Okay. 
All Not right. that I listen to them now, but they <laughs> just have meaning for me. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I could – trust me. Like I said, we're right around the same age, and – Okay, I, good. Yeah, all these millennials are like, <laughs> Yeah. I Will Always Love You was – I remember going to see my I, – I remember going to see The Bodyguard with my girlfriend in high school at the time, and yes. – you know, it was just the thing to do. Um, yeah. All right. Question number four has got 10 mini questions in it, but it's real okay. quick answers. All right. Okay. So first off, grape or strawberry jelly? Grape. Rom-com or drama? Rom- uh, drama. Creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Creamy. Vacation, domestic or international? Domestic. Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Chris Pratt or Chris Hemsworth? Oh, Chris Pratt. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I'm a big, I loved Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Uh, And then Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas? Christmas. That's probably for the kids, right? Yes. It's much more fun when you have kids. Much Um, more fun when you have kids. Yeah. um, Are they uh, just, I'm trying to think, eight and six. Are they in? Are they still in Santa, or is that? Yeah, too- they still really believe in Santa. My eight-year-old is—I feel like we're we're close to maybe her figuring it out, but no, she still believes. That's right. Yeah, and the that's... Easter Bunny was just here. I mean, she <laughs> believes in it all. <laughs> so, eight, so eight is third grade. Eight is still believing. Is it third? She's third grade. Is that second grade? She's second. second. Grade. Okay, yeah. So she's mm-hmm. definitely, and then obviously the sixth. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she's just you know. There's not even a question. Yeah. um all right and then final question who is your celebrity crush male and female Mm. i love chris pratt so he's a good one female right now gosh who's popular right now i can't even think of anybody um uh like singer like are you a beyonce girl you know after the whole a star is born. Yes. Okay. No, that's yes. she's she's a lot of women's crushes. Trust me. Like, yeah. Everybody loves her. I thought maybe you'd say yeah. Brian Bradley Cooper for male crush, but you're well, a, you're do. a first crack girl. Yeah. I like. Wait, I'm saying that last one again. You're a Chris Pratt girl. That's fine. I'm a Chris Pratt girl. I do. I think he's cute and funny, and I just want to hang out with him. Wait. Is it, wait. He got engaged to the Schwarzenegger, yes. right? Nice. Yes, he did. Like, she's a lucky girl. Kind of. But I'm a lucky girl. I've been married for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say, like, you're coming up. So, yeah, happy 10 uh, year anniversary next week. Thank How you. About that? Congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, Jen, thanks so much for coming on. I, I, I watched the show on Monday night and I was like, you know who I've never reached out to to come on the podcast? Jen Sheft. And you responded right away. Um, you know, I hit you up on Facebook Monday night. You responded Tuesday morning. I'm glad we got this done. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for taking a trip down memory Thank lane. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This is fun. Thank you. And uh, we'll be in touch. Sounds great. Thanks, T- Steve. Take care. Thanks so much to Jen for that. Good trip down memory lane with Jen Sheft Waterman. Just to remind you, this podcast brought to you by Philo. Say goodbye to huge cable bills with Philo. Philo has over 50 of your favorite channels like Discovery, Nickelodeon, Lifetime, MTV, VH1, HGTV, enjoy live and on-demand TV, plus unlimited recording. For only $20 a month with no contract needed, Philo is available on Roku, iOS, Fire TV, Android TV, and Apple TV. Start your free trial instantly with just a phone number. To start your free trial, visit philo.tv slash steve. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash steve. If you go now, 
you'll also get 15% off the first month. So yeah, there was no way after watching that show on Monday, I was like, it brought back a lot of memories and I was like, okay, I got some people here that I want to talk to. And uh, we got, I like I said in the podcast, right after that show ended, went to Facebook, found Jen, asked her if she wanted to come on. She was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, I still had Wes Hayden in my phone from when I used to hang out with Wes back in the day. I texted him. I was like, it's funny because I texted Wes's number. I was like, hey, is this still Wes? And someone wrote back, who dis? <laughs> like, it's almost like from a, like one of those texts from your ex uh, Instagram page. Uh, he writes back, who dis? And I'm like, hey, it's Reality Steve. He's like, hey, man, what's up? So we're going to get Wes on, uh, hopefully next week. And he'll be the guest next week, but it'll be it'll be fun to uh, talk to some of the people that you saw on the reunion show on Monday night. But yeah, I wanted to clear that up. Um, so now that we know, uh, they did contact Jen to be on the reunion show, but she was the one that had vacation and scheduling issues. So yeah, they never reached out to Meredith, which I didn't expect them to. But don't lie about it is my only point. And also, don't say that the show is going to honor Jen and. Meredith and then not one clip was shown from either of their seasons you know it's just whatever again this show does what they want whenever they want I'm just I'm here to call them out on things they need to be called out for and I think that's something that they certainly need to be called out for but thanks again to Jen for coming on that was a lot of fun you know like I said not a lot online about her seasons and old school people that have been around since the beginning you probably remember a lot of the stuff that we talked about and yeah, Jen was one of the first ones. I mean, she was the first one to never choose anybody. And she got a lot of shit back in the day. And I totally remember, I absolutely was like total team Jen, totally had a crush on her. She becomes the Bachelorette, and I watch her season. I was like, and not that I didn't like her anymore. I was just like, yeah, that wasn't a good season. Because I got the impression that she wasn't into it. Like, she just wasn't excited about it. And, you know, I mentioned the thing about, well, you only kiss three guys. And yeah, she only kissed three guys and it may seem like a small thing, but there's not a bachelorette in the last 10 years that has probably kissed less than 10, you know, and it's just, and I guarantee they wouldn't cast a bachelorette that wouldn't kiss 10 guys. Like it's kind of your job. You kind of have to, you know, show you're into all these guys and make out with them. And that, cause that's the, what the show has become. But yeah, she kissed three guys all season. So yeah, I mean, if you're watching it, Thinking back on it now in 2019, thinking back to 2003, if you're watching that show in 2003 and your main lead only kisses three guys, you're like, yeah, this is kind of boring. Um, but yeah, no, Jen, Jen knew, and she's very well aware that it just, she thought that they were, they were going to cancel the show after her season. But um, it was good to, to hear from her, and I'm glad everything has turned out great for her and coming up on her 10-year anniversary and married with two kids. So congrats to her on that. So, uh, again, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Again, sorry we had to postpone the He Said, She Said podcast another week, but uh, I figured the timing of it, it'd be more, it'd be a lot easier to have the next episode air this Tuesday where we start recapping um, Hannah's season. So here we are on May uh, May 13th. This Monday is Hannah's premiere, and um, I will have your first episode spoilers i mean i've already given you who got eliminated but um the one they the episode they released to the media i'll be watching that in the next couple of days so i'll put that up on the site or maybe even do it have it up on the site monday morning um and watch it this weekend so we'll see 
But thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. And, uh, yeah, thanks again. And we're, we'll, we'll be back next week with yet another podcast. And the Reality Steve Fan Appreciation Party, one month away. Like I said, we are booked. We cannot accept any more people unless you are driving or live in Vegas because then you wouldn't have to book anything on, on last second notice in terms of a flight. Um, maybe a couple weeks out, I'll have some spots open up. And as of right now, we are over 160 people for this year's party. We've never had more than last year was the most. It's gone up every year. I think first year we had 40 something. Second year was like 55. The third year was in the seventies. And then last year, I remember we had 99 and this year right now we are scheduled for 160 people for the party. So yeah, it's going to be a good time. Like I said, I got some, we're not going to do a trivia contest. I'll go live on Periscope so people can check in. We're not going to do a trivia contest this year. It just got too loud in there and having to talk over everybody. It's just too much. But I am giving away more prizes this year, and everyone's going to have an equal opportunity uh, with a raffle. So figure that would even it out for not having a contest. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. See you.